I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. You see, I like the idea of um, Great Britain and, to some extent, the world on a Saturday morning listening to 15 seconds of feedback. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't happen enough on commercial radio, that kind of thing. You know, it's all la-la-la-la-la. Let's hear some... <laughs> yeah. It's a different sort of guitar solo, isn't it? Yeah. The one you normally get. Well, it's better than the one that was in the previous track, I would mm. say, but far be it for me to comment on um, that. Um, I-, I am... I am Frank Skinner. This is that's all going to be. I am, I am, I am robot. <laughs> um, I am robot, and uh, you can. Uh, and, and I'm with uh, Gareth and Emily this morning. Hello. Happy New Year, Frank. Oh, thanks. Someone uh, fall over then. Yeah. What's the point? Someone fainted that it was the latest <laughs> ever Happy New Year on the eighth of January. Uh, if you want to text us about anything at all, I mean anything. I mean, for example, if you want to text us about the Franco-Prussian War and its implications. Um, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. If you want to text us about biorhythms, <laughs> it's fine. Our guest today is Milton Jones. He won't be texting us. He'll be live here. He's very funny. I saw him in Brighton once. He bought the house down. Has he got sticky up hair? Is he that one? He's got sticky up hair sometimes. We all okay. have. <laughs> I had sticky up hair when I got up this morning. Well, anyway. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we've all had the new year. We've had two weeks off from the radio show. The best ofs, of course, we're out filling yeah. our... Um, mm. Did you listen to the best ofs, Gareth? No. I listened to a bit. What was it? What did you God, think? I laughed. Did you? <laughs> I know I shouldn't have. Can but, we admit that? Well, I don't hear the show because I'm, um, I'm here when mm. it's happening. Um, I really laughed at it. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard on radio. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> thought that. Wow. Yeah. It was great news for us all. And... Um, <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe we should record the show and edit it. It'd be a lot better. You think? Because, I mean, there's a lot of rubbish in the live... I mean, just take this. It's just, it's just meandering chit-chat. We do. But in the best of, it was bang, bang, gone, man. It was a, it was a feast, a cavalcade of humour. So we should do it every Saturday, but then just edit it down for Christmas and New Year's Day. That we could do that, yeah. yeah. Just take a contract. It's two long best of shows. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm happy with that. Mm. Anyway, um, I'm afraid you've got us live, so you stuck with yeah. it. I tell you, though, I'm in the mood today. What I'm fault? in the. I that think sounds it was, a bit ominous. I think it was Glenn Miller who said. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that is in the mood, isn't it? What's in the mood? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Peter Sellers had that played at his funeral. Did he? What about that? about that if you want to I wasn't invited well anyone who was at Peter Sellers funeral you can text us on 8 12 15 and, uh, and you know just, just to give us a little just a little bit of minutiae of the day just so we can get the feel of what it was like being there that's I, the atmosphere we want to create in the show today I think celebrity <laughs> funeral anecdotes is always yeah. I could listen to them till the cows come home oh good I've got plenty of them I'll bet you have yeah <laughs> Aren't you the sort of woman who t- turns <laughs> up and stands at the back and the wife looks nervously at over her shoulder? Crying far too much. Yeah, deliberately gone for that Jackie O look. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you why I'm in the mood. I bought, I've, I've been searching. I've been searching. And when I, I mean in a spiritual way. Mm. In that um, 
For many years, I've been wearing a pair of brown slip-on shoes made by a company called Journey, mm. right? I know those shoes. Yes. Well, those shoes I wear so much that Adrian Childs, who's a dear friend of mine, not just a celebrity, don't think that, he took a photo of them and then as a birthday gift he gave them me in a beautiful silver-embossed frame, just a picture of mm. my shoes. Anyway, they finally... They came. They gave after, up, After didn't 10 they? years, they wow. couldn't go on anymore. And I've been on, on a quest yeah. to find... I've been on a journey, you could say. And the company no longer met those shoes, so I'm not one of those celebrities who's on the radio trying to get free things by dropping <laughs> hints. Don't think that for a second. Um, so, you know, journey and stick your free shoes, as far as I'm caring. But I went out yeah. and I got my own. That's the kind of guy I am. I've got the money, and it was the sales. I bought three pairs of brown shoes over Christmas, trying to... Uh, all brown. All just brown. Just brown. Well, they, these were brown suede slip-ons, and I thought, oh, I'm going to go brown slip-on. Two brown slip-ons, and then I saw these ones. And um, can I name the brand name? Oh, I'll yeah. do it. Clarks. Oh, OK. I wish no. you hadn't, but anyway, well, carry on. No, Clarks are quite cool nowadays. Are they? Oh, yeah, do tell <laughs> me, Gareth, about that. Look, that's not, I'm not turning this into an infomercial. <laughs> but um, anyway, I went in, and I saw, I, there was a sticker on them, which I must admit, draw me, and it said, Extra Wide. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I could I could sense funny, years of comfort stretched out ahead. Funny enough, it. like that puts me off clothing when I see that on it. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I thought of thirty things I could say, then, <laughs> none of which, well, twenty nine of which would end with you walking out of the room. So I'm not, not going to say. No, I like a wide shoe. I found I got these shoes. They were so wide, I was able to walk. I was in Cheltenham for Christmas. I was able to walk over quite deep snowdrifts without sinking at all. Oh, perfect. And um, I find with with me, my attitude with a shoe, you know, women go on about shoes a lot. Yeah. Women always talk about shoes. This oh, stereotype is why, don't you? No, but you, you know, you would talk about shoes in it. But I think your relationship with shoes is like an infatuation. It's like a new relationship when you just met someone, you're very excited. Everything they say, you go, <laughs> you like, with me. Shoes like an old partner I've been with for many years. Mm. A comfortable travelling companion who I can depend on. I think I might, I might have hit upon that with these, these brown extra wives. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. They are, they, they are lace-ups. But I've I've got them. I've worked out the exact tension of the lace so that they operate now as a slip on. Mm. Oh. I never I never undo them. Do you know when you get it? You I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that on. was uh, that was um, Manic Street Preachers with um, "You Stole the Sun" from. Um, did you steal the sun from that builder? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just put it down for a minute. <laughs> he was just about to go on to Richard Littlejohn's thoughts on the week. Turn around, and it'd gone. <laughs> is Richard Littlejohn still in the... Is he still alive, Richard Littlejohn? Oh, I don't I know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll t- Google it. Nice bloke. Big, broad face. Little John. <laughs> That's what he's like. Anyway, your shoes. I love the subject of your shoes. Well, like, don't you find that there are some clothes... I mean, some people will look at these shoes and think, you know, ooh, my, my girlfriend said they were a bit supply teacher. Did she? Well, it's funny, actually. I've seen those very same shoes. You might shoes. think it's funny. I find it slightly <laughs> offensive. Oh, fra- I wouldn't say supply teacher. You know what I'd say? What? 
sort of philosophy professor at yeah, one I'm, I'm of happy. the better Oxford colleges. I'm happy with that. I think I've got a, a brown tweet. There's an element of American academic about I me at the moment. I would agree with that. Yeah, which I, you know, opening, opening scenes of um, The Da Vinci Code. Yes. When he's doing a bit of a lecture. That's how mm. I'm seeing myself. Well, I mean, you know, to some extent, I am a spreader of educational thoughts on this show. That's yeah. what I think. Little bow tie, maybe I see. With I'm you. wondering, you know, if I can take on a bow tie. I had that thought only yesterday. Yeah. I think let's it's go for one. it. It's a trick. Yeah. <coughs> I thought one of those that very, very slightly revolved, not span, <laughs> not span, but went round like the, like the London Eye when you hardly know it's moving. You have to really concentrate on a pod for say two or three minutes. Just that. So and someone's talking to you, and they think, "Is that that's gone round? What three or four degrees since we?" <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try. I've never really, apart from in a black suit um, situation, I've worn a dicky bow, so I'd Actually, like to take that off. Frank, we have just had a text in from uh, Peter Parker. What? Is, was it, <laughs> is there a little bit of web on it? <laughs> Has he picked a peck of pickled peppers? Spiderman. No, he says, I don't think women understand men in shoes. I like brown shoes. I don't think people should wear black shoes with jeans. No, I don't. Point. Voice of controversy, there. I remember there used to be an Anna Friel advert on the telly when she sat looking at some shoes and she used to say, brown shoes with jeans, and I thought, you're so right, Anna. You are so right. Oh, I've always okay. thought Calm you were... down, dear. I've always thought you were stupid. You know, I've always... <laughs> I never met her, but she, she gives the appearance of someone who's very stupid. But then I thought, no, Anna, she's got judgment. Mm. Yeah. That doesn't allow for a burying someone under the patio. I'm not saying that's no. right. If, that's, if anyone's thinking that's okay, it isn't. But do you know when you get emotionally attached to clothing? Good friends, yes. I call them. Yeah, stuff. So stuff. Not that you think oh, I look great in this. Mm. It just you feel it makes you happy. Mm. Everyone's got, I think, something. It might be an, an old jacket or. I was very attached to my last pair of trainers. I'd come, I'd come out of a bad relationship with my previous pair of trainers. Oh yeah, I'd what met, happened? I got them on the internet. Which is sometimes a difficult way to start That's a relationship. It's a risk. I remember buying. Yeah. Uh, I bought a denim it's like suit. Mail order bride, Frank. I bought a yeah. denim suit from a catalogue club once. And what when a I denim suit? Yeah. When I arrived, it was an actual denim. It's what we used to call Tesco Levi's. It was very thin, sort of a almost a brush denim, but not quite the thin linen type of. Oh, and in the picture, it, it looked like the Marlboro Man. Well, and in the shoe shop, you would always try them on and. That I really liked them, the picture, but they only had size seven, and I thought because it was the internet, I thought, oh, they'll be all right. They were agony. And yeah. I what size do you take? Eight. Yeah. That should have been a clue. There's an element in you should have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then these new ones, they were um, they were Adidas ZX 600s. You're trying to get a free mesh. pair now. No, no I'm just saying that. Just describing. Can them. I just say in case there's anyone they from Adidas listening, you can <laughs> stick your trainers. Don't send them. If you send them here, I'll put them straight in the bin. Stick them in the post for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Very but sad. The, but then they wear out, don't they? It's a paraphrase. They're like para- people. Yeah. They're like people. You get more and more attached, and then they get a bit smelly and start to go around the edges, and then oh, they're gone. Oh dear. You have to bin them. <laughs> That's what happens. Anyway, if you've got any clothes you're emotionally attached to, why don't you tell us about them? Hey, it's a radio show. We do that kind of thing. You can text us on 81215. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Bet um, Brandon Flowers. Brandon Hi. Flowers, that is the title of Russell Brand's next documentary for BBC Four, in which he talks about the flora and fauna of Great Britain. <laughs> I look forward to it. Never mind that, we've had quite an urgent text in, Frank. Urgent? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, it seems it, it says Bex has text, said she can't make it on a day you're free and vice versa. We'll have to do it in Jan sometime. Um, so. Who? 
Bex. Bex, yeah. B E X. Mm. That Bex. Well, I don't. I don't know anyone who uh, does that mean anything to anyone. No. So I, I, I don't know anyone no. uh, common enough to adopt that kind of abbreviation. Oh, Frank, <laughs> you do. You know me. Yes, it's the kind do. of thing I do. David Beckham wouldn't text me. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe that it's is. about him. Do yeah. You, do you think they've sent the wrong? Um, I think they might have. Oh no! Well, that means that some friend of Beck's who should have got this, um, she can't. You know, she can't see you um, when you arrange. You yeah. have to do it some later time in mm. in Jan. I have to do it in Jan. Sometime. Well, it is Jan, isn't it? Well, what it's are they doing about? in Jan anyway? It sounds, all sounds a bit sleazy. We all have to do it in Jan. <laughs> well, I mean, it could just be coffee. There's nothing sleazy about it. Just because she's called Bex, don't assume, <laughs> don't assume that there has to be a trip to Primark factored in. You had one of those this holiday. Yeah, don't. don't yeah, well, don't, we'll get to I'm that. Still, I'm still, uh, still recovering. Um, yes, uh, well, as if we heard anything from the outside world apart from people who've accidentally texted us. <laughs> we have. We had one in, didn't we, Gareth, about uh, a rabbit? Yes, um, it says disappeared here we are it's disappeared that'd be some sort of magic trick <laughs> <laughs> was it on the magicians last uh, Saturday night oh we must talk about the magicians mm. struce <laughs> <laughs> that's my review <laughs> hi Frank Emily and Gareth in an earlier podcast you were talking about what noise a rabbit makes when me and my brother were younger we seemed to think they made the noise nimmy I know where this came. I don't know where this came from. Love the show, Abby okay. from Lincoln, fourteen. So he's Abby Lincoln, Lincoln Abby. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, oh, she's a lovely girl, but very gothic. <laughs> um, yeah, Nimi. When they do that thing with their nose, you can imagine they go Nimi, Nimi, Nimi. I find they go, <laughs> but that's only if you drive over them. Yeah. Oh. But um, I'd like that. Yeah, we had this debate a long time. This is someone who's been tra- trawling the old podcasts. <laughs> we had, whether that rabbits mm. make or not. I've never heard a rabbit make any noise at all. No, thumping with their feet. Hence the nickname mm. Thumper, probably. Oh yeah. And thought about that. I, I thought he had a heart problem. <laughs> that was always my assumption. <laughs> what else? Well, we've had another um, email in from Robert Delcini. I'm oh, liking like the sound of him. So is he in I. The Sopranos? Oh, I hope is it, is, so. Is Frank. it mildly threatening? Yes. Is there an air of menace in this email? Well, it's a curious email. Hmm. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Gareth. I'm on the train going to work in Melbourne, Australia. And oh, someone has got on the someone has got on the train <laughs> with two watering cans and a bag of loofers. What do you think he's doing? <laughs> I think he's probably mopping up the tears of the Australian cricket fans. Oh, oh! Well, what would he be doing? Two watering cans. And I a know bag, a bag of you know. I what think it? it's an impromptu shower device. Yes, he might not have time. Quickly, mm. when he goes to work, he could have a quick rub down. So he's going to go and say, I didn't have time for a shower this morning because somebody <laughs> held this watering can above my head. And then he's going to loofer himself. Well, that he seems might do. Highly, highly unlikely. Um, is that it or are we. We have got another one. We got one in from the Philly Girls. Oh, the Philly Girls. Yeah. Well, before we do the Philly okay. Girls, are, are, are people listen to the show in, in Philadelphia, in America. Yeah. They don't listen to the show in Philadelphia. I mean, like, like an enormous tub of cottage cheese would be disgusting. <laughs> yeah. oh, I wouldn't mind, you know. But anyway, um, in, in Me- it's, as a tribute to them, what about this? Today's Elvis's birthday. Is it? Elvis's birthday. Feel free to dance to this. <laughs> You're out of breath, aren't you? Oh, man, I dance like there was no tomorrow. 
You dance and a little bit. And at my age, if you dance like that, there might be no tomorrow. <laughs> you had your headphones on. It looked a bit Jeffrey Rush and Shine. Oh, when you, yeah. oh yeah. I always like to think I, I dance a bit like Jeffrey Rush and Shine. I think he plays a man who's mentally ill, does he not? <laughs> Oh, that was Elvis Presley, Viva Las Vegas. Um, it's his birthday today. He would have been uh, 1935. Oh. 1935. What's that, 81 he'd have been? Something like that. Imagine that. Mm. Bald, completely bald. Unless he had the Ramsanian, um, the Ramsanian <laughs> hair transplant. Oh, you don't want to go down that road. No, I don't. You see, I, hope, I like the idea of a chef getting his hair firmly fixed because you, you don't want to find well, it in true. the gravy. Yeah, but why has the hair transplant affected his eyes? Have you seen what's happened to his no, eyes? No, his eyes were always like that. He always looks like a man walking into a blizzard. <laughs> Which, you know, with his stormy personal life, <laughs> I could hardly be surprised. He's a bit and brown he... shoes and jeans as well. Is he? Yeah, he's a bit brown. Caramac, no, I, caramac no, he's, shoes he's, and he's jeans. very clean white trainers and jeans, is what I Oh, yes, say. you're right, Frank. Yeah, not not uh, brown Frank, shoes. Frank, we've had a text in um, again from Peter Parker. Really? Yeah. He's, uh, he's on tonight. He says, you were talking about magicians before we went to that, and he yes. says magicians can't be anywhere near as bad as famous and fearless. Well, look, I don't like to criticise other people's shows. For goodness sake, this isn't perfect. And I've, I've put out some awful television in my time, so, you know. But I must say, <laughs> I, I, was asked, I was asked to do both of those shows. I was asked to do famous and were famous. Were you? Yeah. And, I was, and I was asked to do magicians. And I watched, um, I think famous and fearless is, you know, I, I think that's fine. <laughs> it's, um, but I was watching magicians, and you know when you, you hear these people interviewed who say, "I was supposed to be at the World Trade Centre that morning, <laughs> but I overslept," and you think you lucky. That's what I was thinking when I was watching this program. That could have been me on there. My girlfriend said to me, "If you'd have done this, I would have split up with you." <laughs> well, respect that's what to I her call for that. That's what I call a review. <laughs> yeah, so. I would have quite liked to have seen you on one of those little mini scooters. Yeah. What? Oh, you want about famous oh, and famous? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm still on the magicians. I know. Yeah. I wanted to pull a rabbit out of a hat, but not a whole rabbit, oh. just the head. Oh. They were They wouldn't have it. Um, no, we've it, had it was... the text about rabbits. Pointless rabbit fact for you: they make a squealing sound when attacked and a small grunting sound when showing aggression. Do they show mm. aggression, rabbits? That's from Charlotte. I don't mm. know. Not often. Famous and fearless is um, there's too much shouting. Yeah, I can't take that much shouting from one person in particular. Well, everybody. Sh- I mean, it's in, I know it's in a big arena, but shouting, shout—it's <laughs> one long shout. That's my quoted review on the post. <laughs> one long shout, Frank Skinner. No, and I tell you what, it seems to be that one of the big features, something that is a, a, as perceived as very exciting, yeah. that, is the audience counting something in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> six. And I thought, yeah, I'm, I, I was bored. You lost me at six. Can we stop now? <laughs> Can we just fast forward? But no. Four. Three. I thought, no, I'm not at all excited. Please stop counting backwards. <laughs> I mean, it's a main feature of the show, but... Oh. I mean, I'm I wouldn't not, have... Oh, fancy asking me as well. Someone who is only just about famous. I And certainly you. not fearless. Was it good money? Um, John, was it good money? My manager's in the room. Yeah. No, he, he can't, can't remember. remember. Well, it wasn't good money then. He didn't no. remember. <laughs> oh, he'd remember all right. But um, like I say, it's, not, it's difficult making good television. It's, so I've heard. You're quite a weird, weird choice for Famous and Fearless, though, aren't you, as you say? Yeah, well, I'm not, I don't think anyone would perceive of me as fearless. Would you ever do one of those reality shows, though? 
I'd, what can I just say? One of the stunts they did was driving yeah. through paper. I, I'd have been all right. <laughs> I would have been all right with that. There was a sheet of paper stretched across an archway, and they had to drive through it. Wow. And the, this guy said, "The thing is, you know, you can't obviously you can't see." This what's guy the other. that was Claire Balding. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it wasn't Claire Balding. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. It, okay. it, it wasn't Claire Balding. Good. Um, yeah. but, uh, I wish it had been. It was definitely a sheet of paper. <laughs> It would have been great if you'd have to drive straight at Claire Baldwin. In the last minute, she jumped out of the way, and then there was just an, a gaping chasm behind her. Can, can I say I don't mean that? That's a, yes, I know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So he said, "The thing is, you know, you don't know. You can't. You know, you're driving blind here." And I thought, "Well, you are driving because you can't see through paper, but it's only paper." Well, that's and, it. And Chris Evans said, "What? I wouldn't do it." And I thought, "Well, well why not? What? Just do it." And they did it. And it was very unspectacular. I mean, they did it seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three, two. <laughs> Brilliant. God, that was great, everybody. What about that? What about a man driving through paper? Straight through it and he tore. He wasn't worried about a paper cut or anything. He just, I think there was a staple in there. He just ignored it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it just gives me a headache. Frank, we've had some text in Hurrah. and emails. Well, firstly, I'd just like to clear up this whole issue with Bex and the meeting up. Oh, yeah, the, someone sent us uh, the, the text that they, I think they didn't mean to send. Is that yeah, right? just basically saying, see, you, can we meet up in Jan sometime, mm. Bex? It <laughs> says uh, it's from Dan. He was the sender. Well, I don't know if it's a he. Well, that's true. Could be a Danielle. He says, uh, that was not supposed to find your inbox. Mm, yeah, well, I've heard that but- before. <laughs> And I'm sure you have. Oh, I was going to say. Um, very sorry. haven't heard that much. Well, don't, don't, no. <laughs> so, no, I've used it a few times. <laughs> he says, so you know Bex is a workmate and we wanted to arrange a date for swapping Christmas gifts due to mm. a snow-stopping delay. Dan. You know what I'm worried about? This is a Dan oh. is a bloke, Bex is a workmate. It's, there's a bit of a frisson. <gasps> oh, there's a frisson. And the whole thing has been... I mean, this could be a sitcom uh, yeah. plot. The whole thing has been exposed by accidentally <laughs> sending the text to a radio. The wife is listening. I was going to say, what if Dan's married? We're just swapping some late Christmas. Swapping some late Christmas from my eye. That's, what, um, that's what's gone on there my this eye. morning. Yeah, that's what she's like, Dan. Have you not met Dan's wife? <laughs> she has an old-fashioned turn of phrase. It's the thing I like about her, but I think with him it's, it's, it's started to drag, basically. I'll tell you something, though. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know, if you never did anything else in your life, <laughs> just to have written that, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, um, anything else? Yeah, Simon in Hyde said the interesting thing about the Franco-Prussian War was the impact on French cultural identity and the concept of the Union Sacre. Is oh. that right? I'm, mm. not, I'm not aware of the Union Sacre. <laughs> Would that be the Sacred Union? As I think yes, I, I think, I think it's a phrase I heard union. Arthur Scargill use once. Um, it was a political truce in France in which the left wing agreed during World War One not to oppose the government nor to call any strike. OK. Sounded almost as if you were reading that out. <laughs> that's how good and clear your diction. No, that's interesting. Well, thanks for that. We asked for any interesting points yeah. about the Franco-Prussian War. I must admit I wasn't completely serious, but I love it when people join <laughs> I in. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and Amanda Taunton, uh, another Australian. A lot of Australians listening at this yeah, time of day. Yeah, but I love, I love them at the moment. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm all over an Antipodean. Yeah, I've um, seen that. <laughs> I'm with you, Frank. I, I hate... don't know, it's the pouch that puts me off. <laughs> I, I can't cope <laughs> with the pouch. 
<laughs> I find that when you're having slap and tickle, there's a... There's a, he does that, you know, that you can hear the pouch. For no. the world's fattest man. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Frank. I hate squeezing my feet into narrow shoes. I like wide. Wide is good. Like, there's a party going on in my shoes. Thank you, Amanda wow. from Australia. Yeah, I wouldn't say, in my, in my brown extra wide, it's not so much a party, it's that. You know when you see a, a, a scene from an old people's home and there's a lot of people sitting with their mouths open <laughs> in a circle around a television set? It's, it's like that. Wine and cheese party, maybe. Well, maybe. I don't know what you're saying about my oh, feet. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> ah, marvellous. If I play that three times, will it be a Jerry Hattrick? <laughs> Shut up. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Is it me? Do you find that when you watch films and TV nowadays, you can't, you don't hear a lot of the stuff they say? Can you back me up on this? No, no, no I'm not backing you up. Oh. Why? Well, what, what, what? Explain. Well, did you see um, Zen, the new um, cop? Oh, the show? Venetian oh, no. detective. Yeah, well, he's Venetian, but he's set in Rome. Oh, yeah. does he speak English then? Yeah, oh, yeah, he speaks English. It's all oh, in it's English. It's a cop out. It's, not, it's a cop out. <laughs> um, it was a cop out, and sometimes it was a cop in. But anyway, uh, and the whole show for me, I'm going. What did he? What did he? It was quite. If you can imagine. He's there. Taking Hey, Steve. You. Where, Steve, your brother's in it. Well, I mean, it was driving me out of my mind. I, I had probably sent seventy. It was quite a complex. Like, I'm not go for the subtitles. So com- has it come to that? It's like being chatted up at a party. Yeah, it is. It's it exactly like word. being chatted up at a party. Yes, I lost interest <laughs> halfway through. <laughs> anyway, but uh, on the American theme, what happened to the Philly girls? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Philly girls. We oh, had uh, email in from them, didn't we, Gav? Yes. But the Philly girls are, uh, they used to listen to the show all the time, but I think I thought they'd separated. Have they, have they reunited? Reunited and it's when, when you say separated, they weren't all in a relationship, <laughs> were they? No, they were in college we only, together. We, we only imagined they were in a yeah. relationship. No, I didn't. Well, <laughs> um, the email says, Hi, Frank, Gareth, and our chic fairy godmother, Emily. Oh. Merry Christmas from the Philly Girls. We have all been listening to the podcast on our own and have been talking about pedestrian racing. So they've been listening to it by themselves. But oh, individually now. Mm. Mm. Leslie decided to finally try it out and was left with quite a bruised ankle. She dared try and overtake an angry mother doing her Christmas shopping. Malls in America are dangerous. Also, is there a trick to doing it that you English are keeping a secret? Merry Christmas from your biggest fans in Philadelphia. Samantha, Aww. Leslie, Aria, Cassie and Alison. Lovely. Well, it's lovely to hear from them. It's, it's mm. something sad about them listening individually. Do I you know, know what, what you mean. mean. Yeah, yeah it's, it reminds me of that terrible sinking feeling when uh, Take That split up. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but as we can see, there's hope. There's hope. If four of you think this is our last chance, I'm sick of working in uh, B&Q, and then one of you has a yeah. breakdown, <laughs> the next thing you know, you're all back together again. It's, it's lovely. It's lovely to hear from the girls. Uh, I think the secret with the pedestrian racing in America is give give a lot of the very, very fat people a wide berth. Yeah. A lot of them yeah. had a wide berth, let's face it. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Oh, did you see the man, the homeless man? On the, oh, I love the homeless. There's a bloke called Ted Williams. Oh, I love the homeless. Mm. Yeah, and he was. <laughs> that, you know, how, you know how the homeless like they like a cardboard sign. Oh, they yeah yeah, yeah. A handwritten cardboard Slightly sign. Slightly soggy one. Yeah, they have a, this is a very distinctive. I'm sure if I wrote a cardboard handwritten sign, it wouldn't look quite authentic. That, there's there's a whole genre. Mm. Yeah, and he had one of those, and it says former radio announcer um, looking for work. And they had an interview. This, this, this is this is a clip of, of the bloke, and he's a very. I mean, he looks like a proper raggedy old homeless yeah. bloke. This is this is called Ted. This is what he said. When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic ninety eight point nine. Now, can you imagine a homeless <laughs> bloke saying that to you? In the this is Ted Williams from a cardboard box in Victoria Station, <laughs> and he's got a job. It's a really Exciting, lovely, Do you know what I liked as well, Frank, is that when he was holding up, the man had stopped to film him and was talking to him. And even when he was holding up the piece of cardboard on an exit ramp, he was going, thank you, thank you. Yeah. He was quite grand, like he was at a premiere or something. But he felt like, it, well, thank you for speaking to me today. I mean, it's, it is an incredible... Yeah, it is. I, I don't know if this is a politically correct thing to say, but it's wasted on a homeless man. Well, is that, well, no, he's not. Well, not because any longer. He's been discovered. What kind of announcements do they make? <laughs> no, I've, not, I've, I've passed many a one, and they've said stuff, but it's never been what you'd call an announcement. It's always had an air of pleading. <laughs> yeah, but and, and by the way, Milton Jones is our guest today, uh, um, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Great way to kick off the year. He'll be with us after the news. Um, I've got the adverts coming up. Mm. I think I think we should count them in. Seven, seven, six, uh, six five. five. Can I just stop you there and say, you, see, you said seven and I said eight. I, it's, it's, I've, I've taken the mickey out of this. It's not as easy as it sounds. Let's try again. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Evans. Frank Skinner. Radio. That oops, dear, I walked straight into a power cord. No, that's actually, that's, there's blood there. I've walked straight into that. I always feel that Absolute are never happier with me than when I'm playing Oasis. <laughs> I feel that all is right in the world of Absolute. Um, we were just having a little chat there about um, whether or not the producer could slap my face if I said something saucy to her, whether that would still be legally allowed. I don't know. Not that I would ever say anything saucy to the producer. I see her as like, she's like a sister to mm. me. Um, that's reassured everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's very much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, can you still do that? If a man says, um, well, you're looking rather shapely. To- oh, <laughs> could, I, could I do you for assault, Emma, if you did that? Um, well, let's find out. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's, anyway, it's not going to happen. Why, why worry about what might have been... That's yeah. what I said to the to the uh, production team of the magicians. <laughs> Cheer up, I said. Forget it. They were sawing each other in half by the end of it. So um, people are probably sitting on the edge of their seats um, if they heard the midweek podcast a couple of weeks ago about how my opticians follow up appointment went. Yeah, well, we've had um, we've had a lot of uh, texts and emails yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. we had one. We had one Sanskrit s- scroll. <laughs> <laughs> in an old pottery uh, thing. There's a lot of buzz about it. Yeah. There's a lot of well, I want to know. Well, I, it was quite a different experience. I had quite a nice experience at that time. The optician was a friendly Fabio Capello-like man. 
like a ah, yeah. woman. So yeah, not that good as it turned not, out. Not good. But then the can s- I can I just say <laughs> just as a bit of background yes. is is what, is it a, a, a short sight problem? Or? Yes, I'm short sighted. Okay, okay. Um, and I had I tried out daily disposable lenses where usually I had monthly. Mm. And that's what I was trying out. So I went back, and it was a different optician mm. doing the contact mm. lenses. And the other guy was friendly. This was more of a bearded serial killer type doctor. Okay, that kind of doctor. That vibe. Yeah, well, but you're no, a bit no. bearded serial killer at the moment. I have He's grown, grown a beard. beard. It, was, it was a bit of a clash of the, the titans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I said, I noticed going in that one of my eyes, the vision was very good, almost too good. Too good. Too good. So it seems. Is it, is it bordering on X-ray vision? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the other, the other eye was a bit blurry. Okay. So oh. I thought maybe I said to the guy, either. Can I just actually define <laughs> yeah. too good? Well, like a bit too, like when I would get new glasses, everything's a bit sort of too clear, and it sort of freaks you out a bit. <laughs> was that the dis- was that his diagnosis? Do you want life to be essentially like an impressionist painting? <laughs> you don't want clarity. No, it's what what I was doing is I was wearing the wrong contact lens in the wrong eyes so one of them was oh, was doing things too much oh. um, and so we tested the eyes a bit he didn't know what was going on so I had to describe I'll come back because I've been trying out these new lenses so and then he goes and he and he looks at the eyes and goes yes I think um, you have put them in the wrong eyes and then without saying anything else mm. he came up to me and slapped you hard across <laughs> the face <laughs> so got, it is legal got hold of my face and with his big old man hands popped my contact lenses out Ooh. oh dear one what? at a time what just by squeezing your head by squeezing no by squeezing <laughs> this, this funny movement with my eyelid Ooh, and it, sort of you can't see that at home obviously but it down. looks like yeah. a man squeezing a big spot yeah and like oh, squeezing oh, a big ouch. spot and then swap them round and then just stuck them in the other eyes no, that can't no. be right. You, you, you shouldn't do it like do that. that. Besides, you could have one of your eyes could be terribly diseased. Yeah. And now they've yeah. both they both got it now. Yeah. yeah. And you know when you if you change contact lenses, you usually put a bit of solution on. Mm. So one of them is he was, registered this man? One, I Who don't is know he? what he is. I felt terribly abused by that yes. man. Did he at any point say... When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. He, he feels like he might be a homeless who's just wandered in and said, what kind of fun can we get up he to here? He seems to have very little grasp of how things are, because you should ask someone before... Before you take their contact lenses <laughs> yeah. out. I always yeah. think that. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. That just means... I've had, uh, I have had my face slapped for doing that before, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll have these out as well while you're getting undressed. I've, I've done that. Also, you should ask before placing your hands on someone's face. Mm. Yes, I agree with that. Definitely. You know? And before touching the eyeball. Yeah, before actually... I'm not bothered about that. (laughs) You're not? I think if you're actively touching someone else's eyeball, you want a bit of permission up front. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you do? I just... Did you wrestle him to the ground? (laughs) No. I was just (laughs) quietly... I didn't know what to do. And the thing was, then, in one eye, it went in okay, but the other one, it wasn't moist. It was all horrible. Oh, God. It was like a fold. You know when you get a fold? I could see nothing. And then he was saying, can you read the second line? And I was like, well, I can't see anything now, because usually if I put them in, I would have used a little bit of solution. It's terribly dry now. Well, good. At least you were getting emotional. It would moisten them a little. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you leave it with this terrible, it's, terrible Did you man? have a slight meltdown in the optician? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I managed to not do it. I'm getting monthly lenses. Yeah, well, you don't want to be going back there on a regular I mean, basis. No. Daily, I would, I personally, I'd, I'd, I'd put in a complaint. I should do, yeah. Mm, my eye. I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> or rather, your eye. Yeah, OK. Milton Jones will be with us after, after this, um, and then we'll talk to him. 
No point. <laughs> no point in just coming in here and sitting oh, there. Trailing, why don't you? It, it, just, it won't work on um, on on radio. That he just said. By the way, Milton Jones was here for those last three links. He's just gone. <laughs> what a nice, what a what a nice looking lad. Um, anyway, he'll be here soon. That'll be good. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Milton Jones has joined us. Our first guest of 2011. Good morning. Hey. Good Hello, morning. Good morning. Robert. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And uh, may I say, you look splendid. I'm slightly worried yes. that your hair's a bit flat and normal. Yes, well, it's sort of unnecessary for radio, hopefully, but apparently not. <laughs> well, I read it was a kind of a psychological thing, that when you put um, your hair up and all spiky and mad, that means you're ready to rock. It gives me five seconds as well in Romford on a Monday night. Because I used to go in and just do gags as myself. Yeah. I and mean, sometimes it would really work and sometimes it really wouldn't. But if you stick your hair up and put on a silly shirt, people go, oh, he's mad. And somehow that's a lot less threatening. Oh, I see. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's just yeah. I'll give it a go. I'm a bit short on the hair, oh. to be honest. So Ken Dodd, of course, one could yeah. argue, was doing this many yeah. years ago. Yeah, true. So speaking of from hair, yeah, oh. you are here hot <laughs> from, from a corporate gig last night. Yeah, I did a corporate thing for some hair care product people. Mm. I think it was Schwarzkopf or someone like that. Oh, yes, um, I know them. Do you know? Yeah. No, I'm familiar with their work. Emily uh, knows all the products. Yeah. Uh, really? So I see. <laughs> and, uh, How dare you? <laughs> my, uh, my earring's going on decide. I, I thought you said you did a corporate big for corporate gig for Hair Bear. <laughs> but, like, I don't think he's working. Is he still alive? <laughs> well, there's a bunch from there. Um, but, yeah, what was my first line? Uh, I was walking along today and someone threw some shampoo at me, uh, but it turns out it was real poo. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> now, can, this is if you've never seen Milton live, it is it is a relentless. Um, you are one of I would say probably only three or four comics I know mm. who just does one-liners. Yeah, it's 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 like it's totally lean meat. You're right. Oh, tell me about it. And I can write all day and end up with ten seconds at the end of the day that I can add to my act. Yeah. So when I'm going on tour or something, that's you know an hour and a half is a lot of ten seconds. Is it is, isn't it? Yeah. So how long did it take to, to put this? You're on tour. You're about to go on tour. Yeah, starting a week in Stafford, uh, ninety day tour, and it took me probably about a year to get all this stuff together. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's scary. And how did it go with the hairdressers? Did they? It was fine actually. A woman heckled me, and uh, I said, uh, "What do you do?" She said, "Work in the call centre." I said, "I'm just going to put your heckle on hold." Which <laughs> <laughs> is important to me. But here's some music. You know. I like that the fact that they have a call centre at uh, yeah. Schwarzkopf for complaints. How <laughs> yeah, many complaints are coming in that they need to put people on hold? Well, it's scary, isn't it? <laughs> I've had Schwarzkopf and my, my hair's not all that Schwartz. <laughs> I find. Yeah. Uh, we should explain that corporate gigs, by the way, my, my pillars are not what they are. They're kind of sort of business people who hire a comedian yeah. for a bit of entertainment. Yes, and they can be absolutely awful because you're just one part of a lot of things that are happening in an evening. Yes. And they can say, oh, it's all running late. Uh, can you go on? And it's the loo break. And, and uh, 40 of them are Japanese and don't speak English. And there's a big gap. It's, well, you know what it's like. Yes. It can be a nightmare. Or it can be really nice, but it's the fear of not knowing what it's going to be like. That's actually the truth. So was it just you last night? Or yeah. were you on with dancing girls and things? No. Well, not that I know. Um, it was just me. I nearly went to the wrong one. Because often you go to a hotel and there are lots of events in yeah. the same place. And I, I was in the wrong one for 10 minutes. <laughs> You're joking? No, no. Was, what was that one? I, I never. I think it was uh, financial advisors. <laughs> oh, right. I think they'd still laugh at the shampoo. Well, they? probably. In yeah. as much as financial advisors are laughing at anything at all at the moment. Yeah, that's true. 
So you've been... So the one-liner thing I'm kind of fascinated mm-hmm. by. Is that something... When you aspired to be a comedian, did you think, I want to be one of those comics who does one-liner gag, one-liner gag, one-liner... Or did it just... Did you evolve? It evolved. I think it was partly because I was so terrified when I started doing it. I had to get to the laugh as quickly as possible. So I'm not one of those comics who goes on and busks an idea and sees where the laughs are. I've just got to get to the laugh as quickly as possible. And if you take everything else out of a line, then that's what you've got, a one-liner. Yeah. It's, it's odd because, I, to me, it seems more frightening. Because mm. it seems to me that there's no... Sometimes I'll do a gag, and because my, my thing is quite conversational, if it doesn't get a laugh, I'll pretend that wasn't actually a punchline. <laughs> that was just me on the, on the way yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. else. But you really know with yours yeah, whether, no, whether, whether it's... And you've got to have lots of ways of getting out of no-one laughing. If you see what I mean, you've got disclaimers of various kinds. I'll start, yeah. start in a minute, or whatever it is, you know, because uh, it, it can go horribly fast. It, it's either death or glory. And, oh, what uh, a fabulous attitude. <laughs> How many people can say that about their jobs? <laughs> mm. Obviously, people, some people who work in massively dangerous jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but also, one line of comics. Mm. That's about it. This is Frank Skinner. Hang the DJ. Yes, we don't have any texts on that topic. But we do much. have some nice texts on Milton. Oh, do oh, he's we? He's very popular with our listeners. Oh. Oh, do you mean yeah. Milton Jones, our guest this yeah, morning? Yeah, I do. Or Milton, the 17th century poet? <laughs> <laughs> They're about Paradise Lost, actually. Yeah, mm. oh, well, I'd like to hear. As Samuel Johnson said, no man ever wished it longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicola, who just says, uh, Milton Jones um, was awesome at the Glasgow University QMU. Yes, that rings a bell. One of yes. my favourite comedians, you also get a name check here, Gareth and Rod mm. Gilbert combo. Gareth. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, and also we've had another one in Milton saying, I've imagined a sketch with Milton in a room entranced by a blue bottle flying around him. Don't ask why. Does he plan to do some sketches? What? I don't know. <laughs> it's, a ske- it's a sketch idea. Yeah, it is. I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> don't dismiss it out of hand. This no, guy could, true. He could be the next Ricky Gervais, this guy. Yeah. That's true. That's what you've got to do. People, off- people offer you jokes as well. People and say to me, you can put this in one of your skits. Yes, skits. Well, I don't have any... I don't know what a skit is. Yeah. I'll my put ki- it in one of my skips. <laughs> That's what I'll do with it. My kids have found out that there's money in jokes as well, and they try and write me stuff. How old are your kids? 2018 and 15. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was thinking yeah, like yeah, seven. Yeah, no, no. But that, that's been the case for a while now. So what you have to do is say, no, that's rubbish, I can't use that, and then write it down secretly, and then use it later. You wouldn't steal a, one of your own children's jokes. Well, it's all in the same family, isn't it? <laughs> are you one of these men that has, has the bread knife in, in the slot of the piggy bank, just yes. taking out a couple of pounds? Yes, the money's to feed them after all. <laughs> yeah. You're not still feeding them when they're 20. Mm, right? You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm seeing you as a big mother bird with them as gaping mouths. That's yes. how I'm seeing them. I can, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote a book. I did. About comedy. Yes. Yes, I did. In my spare moments. It was project number three for a couple of years, as it were. OK. And so whenever I had a spare day or two, I'd return to it. And it, it's basically, uh, what's it called? Uh, Where do comedians go when they die? It's basically uh, the career of a comedian, but in terms of the journeys. Because, mm. as you know, we do more uh, hour for hour, we're more paid travellers than we are comedians. Mm. And I just thought it would sort of, like, going to his first open spot, and then years later jaded doing stuff on telly. But you just described the journeys. So it's about planes and trains and cars. Oh, OK. And people you're with. Uh, but 
also about the mindset of, you know... And it's all your own experience. Yeah. Well, actually, it's about a third me, a third people I know, and a third I've made up to sort of make it work. You've made it up? Well, yeah. Oh, I don't believe it. Yeah. Well, that's because you've made it up, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I like to think it's authentic in terms of the yeah. tenor of the book, you know. Yeah. So, and yeah. is, is that out now? Could, could I yeah, go yeah, and buy no, that Absolutely. Today? I'll send you one if you're desperate. Oh, God, I'd love yeah. to read it. No, I do. I'm, I'm, as well as being a comic, I'm slightly fascinated by comedy, if you know what yes, I mean. Yes, no, comedians. I know. I know, I know. They're, they're an interesting lot, I think. What do you think, Emily? You've known a few. I, I, I've known a few, yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it there, shall we? <laughs> well, I'm waiting for that book. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be brilliant. So, on the... On, Tour. If anyone go- is uh, planning to see Mill, well, obviously there yeah. are people planning <laughs> yes, to see. If anyone is. Um, so, what will you use a support act, or you do it? Yes, I will. Every time I go on tour, I think I'll write so much that I won't even need a support act. But of yeah. course, at the last minute, I probably need about three. So, yes, I will have a support act. And what I do is I go out and do fifteen minutes at the top myself as my grandfather, and then I have a support <laughs> act. Okay. <laughs> And then... Uh, well, you're nicking his material yeah, as well. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's, it's a family thing. And uh, then I do the whole of the second half. OK. So, because uh, one-liners, you, know, you don't want too many of them, do you? Well, I saw you <laughs> I saw you at Comedia in Brighton. Oh, yeah. Do an hour. And I, I'd have happily had another 20 or so. You yeah. stormed it. Oh, Absolutely stormed it. I'd, I'd recommend you go and see Milton. And what you'll do, though, this is another thing about you, is that people must use your jokes all the time at work and that. Oh, yes, day. no, absolutely. I switched on the radio the other day and some DJ, you know what they're like. Yes. <laughs> Hang the DJ, that's yeah. nice. And it's usually a paraphrase. It's never quite exactly the that's same. That's the worst. Not only steal oh, it, but spoil yeah, it slightly. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Do you know what I was fascinated by this week? Um, Very exciting. Derek Famous Acora, and feel- Oh, sorry. Derek Akora oh, has yes. made his predictions for 2011. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. You know, the new year is such a time, you know, it's all unknown. that You don't know what's going to happen. And then there's... We that, don't. There's hey. the island of security where you know, well, at least I know that these things are going to happen. Oh, marvellous. Yeah, so what, some, what's Derek... Some amazing what, thing. I wish Derek could say something really terrifying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his face? What sort of thing? Yeah, <laughs> but if he said something like there'll be a massive nuclear attack on East Anglia or something like that, wouldn't, what, where would that... Be? It would that go down in, in <laughs> Well, can I just say, he, I do remember he did say last year that um, Cheryl and Ashley Cole will be having a baby. That's what I think he predicted mm-hmm. for yes. this year. Well, so he got that a bit wrong. He's just misre- misread baby. <laughs> a little bit wrong. It said divorce. <laughs> Who was it? What's his, what's his spirit medium bloke called? Is it Joe? It's Sam. 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 Sam, Sam probably said... Uh, <laughs> Is that like his help, his assistant? Yeah, he's, he's from the... Yeah, what, what spirit guide. Yeah, he's his spirit World guide. Of, I think World of Spirits. Um, World of Sports. <laughs> <laughs> he used to do that with Dickie Davis. And, um, yeah, Sam, I think he was... Was he an 18th century um, stable worker? No, 18th something? century sort of in work experience. He doesn't pay him. He's like an intern. <laughs> no, no, I'm not about in his, when oh, he was I'm alive. Sorry, in his real life, I, yeah. I don't think he knew, knew him when he was alive. <laughs> oh, OK. No, he just... He doesn't hang around with many alive people, <laughs> Derek Accorder. He's a bit snobby, that one. Anyway, Sam um, said to him, yeah, that um, Cheryl Cole and Ashley Cole were going to have a baby last yeah. year. And this is what you get if you listen to the tittle-tattle of 18th century stable <laughs> You know, they, 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 they think they know all about what's going on in the manor house. They know nothing. But, well, what he actually said, though, in his defence is Cheryl and Ashley Cole will be committed to a baby. 
Right. And who who knows what that means? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish you'd said they'll be committed. <laughs> yeah. That would have been brilliant. They they may have just have made. So what's he said for this year? What's his prediction? Oh, it's well, very um, new man for Kerry Katona. Oh well, right. I, I think we can all predict that there will be quite a few new men. I don't know no. if I'd have said it in the singular, but, <laughs> yeah. but no, at last he will be a very good soul. Oh, yeah, okay. it happens, David Soul. It happens very slowly. I hope it's not David Soul. <laughs> it's a good job she's doing the workout video. She's going to have to be doing some ducking and diving when DS comes in after a few beers. No disrespect if you're listening. Actually, a little bit of disrespect. I'm not a fan of yeah. domestic violence. He says it happens very slowly at first. Did he, can I just establish? It happens it? slowly. What with David Soul? What's, what's going on? Is David Soul? I'm, I'm not besmirching him. He, he was got. He did get. Did he get done for domestic? There, there was a bit of bother. Okay, let's say it's a legend. It might not. There's have a happened. legend. If you're bother. listening, David, I apologise. If you didn't do it, I apologise. If you did do it, well, you can't see that gesture on air, but there it goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it happens very so. This is the new man. It happens very slowly. Phone calls, exchanging numbers, and that would be slowly because if you start with the phone calls before you exchange numbers, well, exactly. that really slows things down. Yeah, it Just does. Dialing I mean, random. I, I suppose if you're Derek and Corey, you can do that <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. He can He's do that. forgotten that us mere mortals. <laughs> Ma, 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 you're all right. <laughs> ma, on the That's Who wants that phone call when you haven't even given her your number? Let's have some music. We'll come back to Derek. Ah, walls come tumbling down. In case mm. there's any ice cream fans, this isn't the business news. <laughs> Everything's okay in that front. That was a... Uh, that was style cancel. So we were talking about Derek Akora. I can talk about Derek Akora forever. <laughs> what else does he predict? Well, that'll come in handy for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter, Peter Andre meets woman of his dreams. Oh. Of his dreams or Derek Akora's dreams? It <laughs> <laughs> meets some 18th century serving it? wench. <laughs> a lot of cleavage, I'm imagining. A lot of cleavage and a sort of terrible goiter on the neck. <laughs> but some the, call it Derbyshire neck. I call it the technical term, the goiter. But the big news for Peter Andre, I see him becoming disappointed with his recording career. Aww. Well, welcome to the rest of our world. <laughs> I've been disappointed with his recording career since 1986. I he don't think he's even doing it then. He says about Cher Lloyd, I can see her being a big success, but in an underground sense. Yeah. yeah. The Northern Line. Oh, yeah. She's not going to be, <laughs> she's not gonna be his next uh, voice from the grave, is she? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Sherlock's gonna die. Edge right, Sam out. Doing, um, Sam's out of a job. You know what happened? He's doing what a cut off between Jay Z and this is the rap she's doing. Yeah, I'm getting the rap. She's yeah, that's doing. what it is. See, Derek, he's obviously thinking I'm gonna move into rap. How can I? I'll kill Cher Lloyd and claim that she's my communication in the spirit world. Sorry, move over, Sam. That's all I'm saying. Can I tell you what I like about Derek Akora? He says I'm afraid a lot. <laughs> he says, um, Charles will become king, but it will be a very short reign, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's another big prediction, isn't it? Yeah. Well, how old is Charles? <laughs> 16. Yes. Um, we should, we should, we need to, um, yes. Um, Der- I'll tell you what I like about Derek Akora. Go on. Nothing. Next week. Um, what about his jewellery? Oh, he's got the easiest job. Couldn't I say? Let me give you some predictions okay. over this year coming up. Um, David Cameron will have a difficult time in the middle of the year, but um, he will have some high spots as well. Middle of the year. Yeah, there you go. Right. Now, I bet you that comes true. Mm. <laughs> Something a bit more far-fetched. Um, 
Chris Evans will stop <laughs> shouting. <laughs> okay. Next week, Andy Osho is our guest. Lovely. And uh, Not The Weekend podcast will be available from Wednesday. That is the podcast that we do that is not part of this show. It's, it's only available as a podcast, in case you don't know what it is. And, um, yes, God bless you all. What am I? Oh, yeah. Bye. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Trebor Soft Mints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute Radio.